The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red. For the third time, <laughs> we are having technical difficulties here. So um, I'm going to try and repeat myself if I forget stuff. Well, it was it was good when it happened the first time around and the second time around. Uh, Liverpool take on Wolves tonight in the Premier League. A massive game for Liverpool as they try to rescue what's left of the season. Playing Wolves for the fourth time in less than two months. We played them the 7th of January in the FA Cup. The game ended 2-2. Should have ended 3-2 to Wolves. They had a perfectly fine goal ruled off because VAR didn't work. We played them again on the 17th of January in a replay. We managed to beat them 1-0 at Molyneux, so that was nice. We went back to Molyneux on the 4th of February and got absolutely spanked. A 3-0 defeat to a team that prior to that had scored uh, a full 12 Premier League goals. Quite quite a thing. We have conceded five goals to a team who can't score goals. That is very impressive. Twelve goals before that in the league. And since beating us, uh, they've managed three goals in three games. In the three games, the four games prior to playing us, they'd actually only scored twice. So that's nice. That, that's nice. Good to know we're really generous. Uh, we need a big big performance tonight because we've got a huge game coming at the weekend. Now, forgetting the table and the top four and all the rest of the nonsense, we need to win at the weekend to restore some pride. Um, and these players need to show that they're worthy of the shirt because for the majority of this season, most of them haven't been. Most of them are playing out what should be their last season in a Liverpool shirt, but we know how Jurgen operates, and that won't be the case. Players who've let him down time and time again will continue to let him down time and time again because he's got red-tinted glasses on and doesn't see the problems for what they are. Uh, he says he's loyal but not too loyal, and unfortunately he is far too loyal and not nearly ruthless enough. So until Jurgen gets himself together, uh, we're going to have some issues. But that is for the future. For tonight, Wolves away. Uh, we go into the game with some injury issues, as is always the case with us. Uh, we have no Calvin Ramsey, obviously, no Luis Diaz, no Thiago, no Joe Gomez. Arthur might make the bench, and there is hope that Darwin and Ibu will both be ready to go. Ibu has trained completely normally and Darwin trained yesterday. So let's hope, let's hope because we massively need those two players. They are all of a sudden two of our most important players, which shouldn't be the case. We shouldn't be putting that much pressure on young players and in Darwin's case, somebody that only arrived this season. But that is the case. Um so, fingers crossed that they're both good to go. As far as Wolves go, no Kalisic, no Chiquinho, 
no Huang, he exploded his hamstring against us. Uh, Bubakar Traore, not expected back for another couple of weeks. Matthias Cunha is a doubt uh, because he picked up an injury last time out for Wolves. So, uh, fingers crossed both of them missed the game as well because they're dangerous players and we could do with Wolves being shorthanded. On this is Anfield, a bunch of new stuff. So, four games, international break, and Luis Diaz's return. Uh, Liverpool FC in March. So, uh, much like their season as a whole, the month of February was topsy-turvy, to say the least. In March, Liverpool have just four games to navigate, which just seems so stupid, considering how mental things are going to be then in April and May. Uh, We play Wolves tonight. We play United on the 5th. It's a home game. We play Bournemouth on the 11th. That is an away game. We play Real Madrid on the 14th. There is then an international break. Um... Because our game against Fulham on the 18th is postponed because they're still in the FA Cup. Uh, There's an international break and then we don't come back until April. Which, you know, is nice. It's nice for us that have to talk about this dross. But, you know, it's it's not ideal given how condensed it's going to make the back end of the season. Obviously, it'll be helped when we get knocked out of the Champions League by Real Madrid. But... You know, it is what it is. There is a Liverpool Legends game on March the 25th against Celtic. Um, they really should just call this the Kenny Dalglish Classic or something and put a nice trophy up for it. But, um, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, yeah, so four games. The women's team have two games as well. They play Tottenham on the 12th and Everton on the 24th. The under-21s will play Arsenal on the 6th, Chelsea on the 11th. Rochdale in the Lancashire FA Senior Cup on the 14th and then Blackburn on the 18th and the under-18s play Porto in the UEFA Youth League on the 1st, which is today, obviously. Uh, they play Forest and they on the 4th and then Sunderland on the 18th. So that is all your Liverpool fixtures caught up with. Ten things to know ahead of Liverpool versus Wolves. Uh, the fourth meeting, I've covered that. Uh, Wolves' recent form, Nunes underwhelming. Uh, it's a little bit unfair. Covered that the other day. He's been used out of position, and he's had had an injury to deal with. But yeah, he hasn't he hasn't shone the way he should have. But nobody at Wolves this season can claim to have had a good season. So you know, circumstances. Uh, winner bust for top four hopes, and a picture of the captain looking clueless. Uh, Kanate and Nunes could return, so that'd be nice. Fabinho and Besetic to return to the lineup, they absolutely should. Uh, all three midfielders who started the last game should be dropped. Keita, Milner, and Henderson were an abomination. Keita was taken off at half time before he got sent off. The other two played the entire game and were pathetic for the entire game. So, gimme Fab, gimme. Stefan, and give me Curtis Jones, anything different, anything that's a change. Give me Ox, something different than that crap. Uh, Wolves team news, we've been over the players that are injured. What Klopp said, you know, 
did you know Jordan Henderson could make his 400th start in all competitions on Wednesday? He shouldn't, but he, he might. Uh, Tierney to take... Ch- oh, jeez, it's Paul Tierney. Oh, well, that's put me in a right bad mood now. Paul Tierney's an awful referee. Liverpool lineups to face Wolves. Here we go. Here's some predicted lineups. Uh, so this one is Allison Trent, Matip, Virgil, Robbo, Henderson, Fabinho, Stefan, Salah, Bobby, Gakpo. I, I can't even begin to tell you how much that shouldn't be the team. Here's an alternative look. Allison Milner right back. Jesus wept. Ibu Virgil Robbo. Well, at least that's better defensively. Uh, Elliot, I'll take Elliot. I'll take Elliot Fabinho and and Stefan in midfield. I'll, I'll absolutely take. I, I hate Stefan in midfield, but or um, Elliot in midfield, but I'll take it. Uh, Salah Bobby Nunes. I don't mind that actually. Don't mind that. Um. Just things need to change. Things need to change from that crap we saw at the weekend. Liverpool versus Fulham postponed. Reds face 17 days without a game. Uh, Jurgen Klopp gives Liverpool, urges Liverpool to give a little push in super important way. A little push. A little push. Is he for real? FSG could sell minority Liverpool stake to Formula One owners. A report on Wednesday claimed Formula One owners Liberty Media could be a contender to take a stake in Liverpool FC. Last month, John Henry said Liverpool were not for sale. Uh, Sam Wallace in The Telegraph said FSG are targeting major media companies to take a minority stake. And one intriguing name is Liberty Media. They own Formula One. They own the Atlanta Braves of Major League Baseball. Uh, So they will have a relationship with Henry because all the owners in MLB are thick as thieves. And the Sirius XM radio group. If I'm not mistaken, one of the head people in Liberty Media is or was one of the head people in Expedia, who obviously we have an existing relationship with. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Yes. Greg Maffei. I may have butchered his name. Um, He is the chairman of Expedia. He is the CEO of Liberty Media. He was previously the chief financial officer of Oracle and Microsoft. Now, that's quite interesting because there were some some rumors that Larry Ellison the owner of Oracle was somebody who was interested in buying into Liverpool so oh god he's a trumper oh dear god (laughs) oh forget him so uh, I'm going to move on from that before I start getting myself in trouble um well, to be fair, to be fair, most rich people in America donated money to Trump because 
Trump was going to allow all the rich people to get even richer, which is what he did in his four-year term and would have continued to do. Uh, let's move on. Liverpool.com. Uh, there is a. He does have. He does have a tremendous mustache. That is very true. Uh, predicted team here on Liverpool.com. Uh, Matt Addison has gone for. Uh, Allison, Trent, Ebu, Virgil, Robbo, Fabinho, Henderson, Stefan. I mean, this idea to play Henderson as an eight, I mean, he's been utter shit. He's been absolutely terrible all season. But we're going to put him in the team and then hope that something changes. Uh, Salah, Firmino, and Nunes. Uh, James Martin, uh, he's gone with Jota up front, despite the fact Jota's been dreadful and the team is exactly the same. David Comerford, uh, at least this fella has a bit of common sense. Allison, Trent, Ebu, Virgil. He's gone with Simicus at left back, which isn't actually the worst shout in the world. Fab Elliott, Stefan, Salah, Nunes, and Gakpo. Yeah, no, I think I'd very much get on board with uh, David Comerford's team there. You'd know we had him involved in Anfield Index. He's the only one with any cop on at that website. Uh, and let's move on. Liverpool are in pole position over Mason Mount and one more transfer. As Sadio Mane convinced. That's the media digest. It is starting to, there is starting to be more and more momentum behind this um, Mason Mount story. And I, I am on board. I, I think he's a very good player. It, it won't work in a three with Jude. He does seem like more of a Jude alternative. And there is part of me that thinks it might be the smarter play to get him for 50 rather than spending 180 or 130 on Jude and then spend the other 80 getting in two more. Like, rather than buy Jude and Nunes for 175, 180 million, if you get Mount, Nunes and two more, like, let's say, Manu Kone and Manuel Ugarte, you'd be in a much better position than you would with just Jude and... um. Nunes, regardless of the fact that Jude is the best individual player, the strength of the squad would be vastly superior with Mount, Ugart and Kone from that money. Uh, pole position number one, uh, tail on Coop Miners. I mean, Coop Miners is a very good footballer. He's dog slow. Dog slow. And whatever clown wrote this has tagged him as a budget option for a fee between 34 and 44 million. It's not a budget option. A budget option is Alex Scott from Bristol City for 15 million. That's a budget option to flush out the squad. A budget option would be finding value, not paying 44 million for Taylor Coop Miners. Uh, pole position number two, uh, Mason Mount. Mane convinced. Uh, I don't really care, to be honest, but yeah, Sadio's convinced we'll be back. Good. I mean, nice, whatever. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Sorry, Liverpool can turn to midfield Trent Alexander-Arnold as 85 million cheaper Jude Bellingham plan B. That is a picture of Nicolo Barella. Uh, I'm not really sure how he would be a midfield Trent, but... You know, it is what it is. 
Uh, Liverpool has seven major contract decisions looming as FSG could face two summer tests. It is going to it is going to take two summers to fix this mess. It just is. This is the mess that Jurgen has allowed to take place. And it is going to take this summer, next January and the following summer to fix it. Next summer is going to be a season of transition for people that love, love to throw that phrase out this season, which was garbage. This season is just an unmitigated disaster. Next season is going to be a season of transition as we transition from failure to being in a position to get ready to challenge again. Right. Who have we got? Uh, Nabi Keita and Alex Oxley-Chamberlain will go. James Milner is also at a contract and could move on. James Milner should move on. James Milner should move on. He's no longer good enough to play at the Premier League level. He wouldn't get a game at any other Premier League club. And here we are starting him in games we need to win. Bobby Firmino's deal is out. He should be gone as well. Adrian's deal is out. He should be gone. Joe Matip is up in 2024. He should be sold this season, uh, this summer. Uh, Thiago contract is up in 2024. If we can get the midfield reinforcements we need, then I would extend Thiago because if you can get an extra two years out of him when you manage him properly and don't have him running around being David Batty, I, I think that would be that would be quite good. Um, is that seven? It is seven. Yeah, five who are out of contract plus Matip plus Thiago. Thiago's the only one worth keeping. The only one of that group worth keeping. What else do we have here? Uh, Liverpool Aces, I read that yesterday. Uh, Matthias Nunes explores Ginny Wijnaldum path as Liverpool consider transfer repeat. In no way, shape or form is it a repeat of the Wijnaldum transfer. So that's just foolish. I'm just not even going to bother engaging with such tripe. And that's going to do me for today, folks. I'll be back shouting and bowling on Raw tonight. And if it's not a good result... I can tell you now that having seen that Paul Tierney is the referee and read some of this drivel, I am going to be in foul humour if we don't get a good result. So, um, yeah, listen in. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.